I'm Amina Zina, and you're listening to the Stay Fit, Stay Lit podcast. If you're ready to take your fitness, your body, and your life to the next level, then this is the place to be. And I'm so excited you're here, so now let's begin. What up? It's me, Amina. So glad you decided to join me in today's episode. It's going to be super basic. We're going to be talking about Nutrition 101 because it's always good to brush up on your basics. We can always learn, right? So I've been doing this for a while. For those of you that know me, you already know. If you're new, I'm Amina. I have now been a personal trainer and group fitness instructor for going on 14 years. So I'm dealing with people and nutrition every single day. I've been tracking my food every single day for decades. I love making new recipes and discovering new things. So today I wanted to talk about some fundamental things because you always got to just keep brushing up, right? Because what happens if you leave tools in a shed? They get rusty. You got to sharpen them. Everything in life and even just reinforcing the stuff you learn. Like you might already know this stuff, but let's reinforce it, right? Like sometimes the table gets wobbly. You got to turn it upside down and tighten up the legs reinforce the screws you got to reinforce your brain so that is what this is about and it's for me it's for you it's for whoever needs to hear this message so my whole thing about nutrition is that I am mostly about tracking macros so my specialty is strength training I teach people how to build muscle so I teach people how to lean out burn fat sculpt their body I have like a bodybuilders mentality but I don't necessarily do competitions or shows plus I'm a group fitness instructor so Strength training, nutrition, all that good stuff that we really should be investing in. So when it comes to the nutrition, we got to focus on how much to eat, what to eat, when to eat, why to eat it. I guess you should start with the why, because if you want to build muscle, you want to lean out, you want to be sculpted, you want to have abs, you want to have a bigger butt or whatever it is your goal is, you got to have your goal, you got to have your vision of fitness, or even if it is to correct an injury or get healthier because building muscle isn't just about how you look. A huge part of building muscle is about your body functioning better. You're going to have more dense bones, your ligaments, your tendons, everything is going to be a lot healthier in your body, hormonal balance, because so many good things happen when you lift weights specifically. There's different types of training. There's anaerobic training and aerobic training. Aerobic is cardio. Anaerobic is weights. There's so much beneficial things that come from anaerobic training, but to maximize it and make the most out of working out, you gotta be eating right. You will not and you cannot out-train an improper diet because a lot of times, and I'll say this, a lot of times my clients usually come in and they're under-eating. And I've worked with all different body types, men, women, people that are underweight, people that are overweight. And for the most part, I always found that most people are under-eating not having an understanding of basal metabolic rate, the amount of calories that your body burns just for being alive. That's the thing. Sometimes a lot of people want to burn fat and to some extent a caloric deficit is necessary, but there's certain things you have to factor in, right? We're not even going to be talking about how to burn fat. We're really just talking about how to focus on nutrition because everybody has a different goal, whether you want to build muscle or not. Either way, it all comes into knowing the macros. So It all comes into knowing what a protein, fat, and a carb are. Protein, the building blocks of a lot of our systems in our body, not just muscle. Our hair 
is protein. You know, that's why you go get a protein keratin treatment on your hair. So protein shows up in a lot of different places in our body. Carbs is the body's main energy source. Fat is what balances our hormones and fat is what gives food flavor. Fat is a great flavor. Olive oil, butter, right? The best stuff has fat croissants. I love croissants, by the way. So basically, we want to focus on food breaking down into those three categories because I think something that trips people up is what do I eat? Well, first off, you need to know your why. Second off, what you eat. I mean, there's 5,000 different foods out there. Let's think about vegetables. I'm just going to rapid fire bell peppers, lettuce, kale, carrots, pumpkins, oranges, potatoes, cucumbers, zucchinis, olives, um, you know, watercress, bamboo, avocado, tomato, onion. That's crazy. Okay. We could just keep going. Literally. There's 20 different types of lettuces, romaine, and arugula, right? Or you could just say, hey, carbs, protein, and fat. Because the same thing will happen when you do it with fruit, apples, bananas, watermelon, mango, like, oh, what to eat? Oh my goodness, sandwiches, pizza, bread, cookies, cake. It just gets to be too much. So to simplify the process in your mind first, focus on the macros because literally every single food can break down into one of three things, a protein, a fat, or a carb. On the macro level, that is literally what every food is. On a micro level, there's vitamins, there's minerals, there's other things. But on the macro grand picture, big picture, it's three things. So we just simplified your eating process, boom. You can eat whatever you want, just focus on the macro level of the food. Focus on micros too. You do need vitamins, you do need minerals. Some vitamins the body can produce naturally and get through food and some have to be taken a little bit more than others and you got to figure that out for you, you know? So basically focusing on the macros, if you get good at your macros, you're going to get good at your micros because the best part about macros and the way I teach people how to eat is that you get to literally eat whatever you want. I stand by that. And when you have a diversified diet, you end up hitting a lot of minerals and vitamins because you're switching it up and you're always trying new fruits and new vegetables and all different potatoes and rices and quinoas and bulgur and all different grains if you like grains and you're able to get different vitamins that way. I recently started taking a whole bunch of more supplements. I realized minerals is something that I've always been into. Sometimes I even drink, I've drink gold, I drink colloidal silver. I do a lot of different things for my body. I do red light therapy every day. I do cryotherapy every day. I teach fitness classes right now. I'm teaching spin every single day. I also teach strength training classes. It's been a while because y'all know about the whole situation with the world shut down. But I do teach classes every day. I lift every day. There's things I do for my health every single day. So you also have to make sure that it can be something that you can do every day. And when you focus on macros, it just, like I said, simplifies your life. You know, you just start thinking like if you're at an airport and you need to grab a snack and you know that like, protein will go farther for you right now in this moment, you know you can get something more protein-based versus something carb-based and then you're lightheaded because knowing that food digests at different times is also super critical. Something like a banana probably digests in your body in like 20 minutes. It's almost instant energy. It's a higher glycemic carb, knowing your glycemic index of carbs. Something like a white sugar, like if you go get a donut from Dunkin' Donuts, that's digested in like five minutes, literally. It just hits your body instantly. And that's why athletes drink Gatorade. 
You know, you're out, you're sprinting at max. You're Adley, some other dude is 300 pounds and pushing you full force. Like your body is going to go through its carbs quick. So throw him a Gatorade, get him those electrolytes and sugar, bam, energy fast. But that's why people get sugar crashes. You, you eat the, the donut and then you feel buzz and then you crash quick because that's what's happening in your blood sugar. So when you eat a meal that has all three protein, fat, carb balanced well, when you eat an actual meal, your blood sugar is more stable, right? When you eat a lower glycemic carb, your blood sugar is more stable. Protein stays in your body longer. So like I said, something like, let's see, like a piece of toast, even a whole wheat piece of toast, that's going to be digested within 30 minutes to an hour max. Like I don't see one piece of bread lasting in your stomach for really more than 30 minutes. And that's already a stretch. You know, something that would last, something in between would be like an avocado. Like if you eat an entire avocado, that would probably fill you up for like two hours. If you eat a piece of meat with more fat in it, like if you have a piece of high fat beef, that might stay in your stomach for four hours. But a leaner cut of chicken, like a chicken breast has almost no fat in it, that might stay in your stomach for 90 minutes. Whereas a chicken thigh with more fat might be two to three hours. So these are things to think about. So like I said, if you're out and about and you're traveling and you're thinking, oh, when am I gonna eat again? You know, you know how to listen to your body and you know that you need to get a sound meal. So like snacking is okay. And like I know people have different nutrition paths. Like there's a lot of different paths to the same outcome, which is really being healthy and feeling optimal. Not just being like, this is a great, thing I saw on Instagram, like Western medicine, Western society sometimes think like being healthy means being disease free. Like you just got over a cold yesterday. Like you're not back at hundred percent, but like, Hey, you're not like terrible. Whereas Eastern mentality is more like, no health is thriving. Health is like, I got up and ran three miles today because I wanted to not because I felt like it was punishment. It's like, I get up and I teach spin classes and I, I love green juice and my favorite foods. One of my favorite foods is kale straight up. Straight up, I love kale, you know? Not because it makes me skinny or whatever, but because it's such a great texture and I love to cook with it and it's so versatile and it has such a great flavor. You know what I mean? Like you start to realize like health is about thriving and vegetables and fruit, no shade at all. But it kind of, you know, I meet a lot of grown people and I'm talking, grown is honestly over the age of like 19. You know, I'll give you 18 because you're still at home, but like, And I'm not saying you're grown on every level, but like 19, 20, okay, I'll even push it to 21 if that makes you feel better. But after 21, you gotta eat your vegetables. Like sometimes grown adults will be like, I hate eating vegetables, I don't eat vegetables. It's like, cool, but like, do you wanna have any form of health? You know, like you just have to embrace eating healthier. Now, healthier means less processed. That's what I mean by healthier because we don't wanna get in the trap of calling food good or bad because that becomes like a whole identity issue because if you eat food that's bad, now you're a bad person and if you eat food that's good, now you're a good person and too much of your self-worth and emotions can get tied up in whether or not what you're eating is good or bad. So healthy versus not healthy is kind of that. So I, I try not to say that word, but in my head, when I say healthier, I mean, it really means like, okay, like kale is healthier in a sense than Pringles because Pringles is a highly processed potato, right? And kale is a natural vegetable, it's just one food. So maybe in a sense, healthier might be more whole foods 
So you want to say whole foods, right? Because there is a time and a place for Pringles. You can have those things. And there is nutritional value in all foods, even if they are snacks or whatever. But you just have to know to listen to your body and, you know, make sure you're getting solid meals. Make sure you're eating enough for whatever it is. And there are ways to track. You know, I'm not going to sit here and explain everywhere to track your calories, but just know that like we figured it out. I help people figure it out every single day. So it can be done. You can figure out how much you need to eat to sculpt the body you want, because I think that's kind of like most people's goal. I know a lot of people are athletes and a lot of people have personal things surrounding fitness, but you know what? I am that placeholder for people that like really want to look good and want to do that through fitness, (laughs) you know? I totally am there for it. And also have fun and be a little athlete and and do your fitness things and do things that are cool. But really, like, a big motivation for me to keep going and eating well is because I just like looking good. And once you finally hit that place where you're like, wow, my stomach is flat, I'm going to get in a bikini any time of year and I'm feeling it, and that's whatever it is for you, you want to hold on to that. And you're going to hold on to that by eating well, by eating enough but not too much. And you can figure that out. And making sure you're drinking enough water because hydration is probably way more important than nutrition. Fasting, you know, not starvation, not promoting starvation at all. There's a difference between starving yourself and intentionally fasting to do sort of like a reset, 100%. You know, you can definitely do a, a longer fast and reset your system, but you can't like fast every single day, literally forever. You know, if you do a 24-hour fast sometimes, 36-hour fast, it's a good hormonal rebalance, a good, you know, cellular regeneration rebalance and that's a sometimes thing you know maybe not I wouldn't do that every week that's a lot but once a month at the most maybe maybe a few times a year so sometimes fasting can be good and the thing is though is you still got to drink water while you're fasting the body can go through states of not necessarily needing food but it does need water so our body is is like 72 percent like water if you look at a muscle under a microscope it's amino acids and water and amino acids are protein. So that's why if you want to build your muscle, you need to eat enough protein. And yeah, as far as the other part, though, is you got to drink enough water, too. That's why you see bodybuilder dudes carrying around that gallon jug of water because that's like muscle. Muscle is water. So staying hydrated. Also, your skin, everything about your whole body would just be so much better when you're fully hydrated. And the easiest way for me, your pee should be like clear. But recently, I started taking a bunch of vitamins, which, you know comes out in urine and it makes it bright yellow. So I just try to drink like about four or five of my my shaker bottles a day. I don't have an exact amount, but you know what works for you. Before I started taking these vitamins, I was good. I feel like I do stay pretty hydrated. And like I said, I drink minerals. I drink out of a copper tin because copper actually has a lot of minerals. Copper is a mineral, duh. And it really helps improve like melanin production. So, and it prevents a lot of things because copper is antiseptic. So when I go to put new like faucets and things in my house and handles in my kitchen, it's all going to be copper. Even like the soap pump. I always think about how disgusting like the top of the soap pump is at a public bathroom. Even in your own bathrooms, like you go to the bathroom, you got pee on your hands, you touch the soap and then everybody's touching the soap. Like guys, Figure it out, figure it out. Use your elbows, use extra paper towels, just like figure out a system for that. But anyways, if every surface in the hospital and like kitchens were made out of copper, it's naturally antiseptic. And then you wouldn't need to make all these chemicals and use all these wipes and paper towels. We'd save the environment. So save the environment by 
you know, drinking out of copper and you can get more iron by cooking in a cast iron pan and you can buy trace minerals to put in your water. Make sure you're purifying your water though, like dirty water, get that fluoride out your water, get that fluoride out your water and make sure you're drinking like clean, really good water. It's 2021. There's no excuse. Money's not an excuse. You have every resource you need to like get the water you need. I used to be in Shake Shack when I lived in New York City. I lived in New York City for eight years. Water snob completely. And I would go to like restaurants. There was like this restaurant on 14th Street called HU Kitchen. I love it. Like this paleo kitchen, all about the highest quality foods. Totally food snobs and water snobs. Shout out to y'all. Love the food there. And I would sometimes just go to fill up my water bottle because they had stage five filtered water. And I was like, yeah, I need this, you know? And even Shake Shack has stage three filtered water. So New York, get that filtered water. I promise you, your organs... Well, thank you. It's about being optimal. It's about being your best. It's about being your best. I I just don't even have the words. I was going to say best again. And then I was going to say biggest. Biggest, bestest self. So yeah, nutrition 101. How much to eat, when to eat, why to eat. You know, you want to eat every three to four hours. I think we talked about that. So that way your body doesn't go into a catabolic state. Because if your body goes into a catabolic state... That's when people get hangry. Catabolic is, I remember that word. Catabolic is the opposite of anabolic. Anabolic is about anaerobic, muscle building, catabolic, cannibal. Your body eats itself and people get hangry. Your hair starts falling out. You get headaches. You feel lightheaded. You feel tired. You're irritable. People be under eating, man. People, I feel like there's a lot of cool people out there, but they just hangry. And then the the world doesn't get to see the best of them because they hangry. And it's also like, that's going to, mess up your sleep because if you don't eat enough your body can't get into deeper states of REM and if you can't get into REM sleep you can't regenerate and then your life is just literally like a a, just a five out of ten you're just like getting through the motions every day zombie like everything's a zombie world because you're not eating enough you're not sleeping enough you're not working out enough a lot of people are not eating enough or sleeping enough or working out enough like you need you need to eat enough and sleep enough and work out enough (laughs) What if I talk like that for the rest of the podcast? <laughs> Ew. Nah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to you. Um, so yeah, I think we talked about the macros, protein, fats, carbs. Got to recap, you know, staying hydrated and eating the rainbow, basic stuff. You know, I eat the rainbow sometimes. Like right now I'm really into orange food. I got pumpkin. I got sweet potato. I got sweet potato fries. I got these vegan chicken nuggets. I'm not vegan, but I am focusing on reduction. That means like I get a lot of vegan substitutes and sometimes they cost more money and that's okay. And yeah, I'm just figuring out ways to just eat less meat, but still hit high protein. You know, I'm never going to be fully vegan. I have to embrace it about myself. I hate the meat industry. It's disgusting. But on a fundamental level, if we were just to eat animals that died naturally, like I have family that eats bush meat in Africa. They go to the bottom of the rainforest. The animals are dead. Nobody harmed them. They live their life to the fullest. And you take a few off the bottom of the rainforest and you go eat them and cook them. And it's the same thing as eating like a wide variety of fruits and vegetables. You have a wide variety of meats, natural birds, monkeys, tigers, snakes, whatever there is edible, you can eat it. And there's protein because most animals are just muscle. Some of them have fat. Some of them have less fat and you eat it. And that's what humans could do. And we could be way more sustainable with our meat. You know, if you were to eat every part of the animal, 
Like if one family had a cow on a farm, two cows, and like let's say the cow lives a whole life and then it dies naturally and then you take it and you like cut it up and you butcher it right and you put it in a freezer, that could last you like a year or two if you really cut it up depending on the amount of people. But like I know it's kind of gross and, and to talk about, but it's just true. Animals eat each other. We wouldn't have made it this far as humans without meat. So as much as I feel like veganism is important not so much for the nutrition aspect i personally feel like from a nutrition aspect some people are meant to be vegan though 100 percent. i think some people's bodies are much better suited for a 100 percent plant-based lifestyle and some people might need like a 75 25 you know i'm not the moral guru go-to about this this is just my own opinion you know so as far as the meat goes i'm not a fan of the industry of it but as far as the nutritional value of meat I think meat has a lot of nutrients. It really does. It's a very anabolic thing. But again, if you're somebody that knows you're meant to be more vegan and meat doesn't work well with you, you should follow that path too because you can you can clearly and most definitely get all your protein and basic needs through plants, you know? So for me, I'm at a place where like I always get like soy milk and today I got vegan chicken nuggets and I'll get like vegan mayo and sauces and things like that and, you know, eat a lot of vegetables, Um I get a vegan protein powder. So, you know, I do like to be plant-based. You know, you got to have real nutrients, which are going to come from plants. And then, you know, real talk, I did literally move from New York to Amsterdam to, like, get better food. That was, like, one of the biggest reasons I left. You know, I was like, Europe is known for having good groceries, and the groceries are really good out here. Not going to lie to you, folks. I was surprised Germany got banging food, banging pretzels. If you got a chance to go to Germany, you got to get a pretzel. The pretzels are out of this world. You never had no pretzel like you have in Germany, and you never have no tacos like you're going to have in New York. You're never going to have tacos like you're going to have in New York. You're never going to have sangria like you're going to have in Spain. Some places, pad thai, go to Thailand. Done. It is worth the flight. Book a flight just to go eat real Thai food in Thailand. Just do it just do it, yo. Same with Mexico. Book a flight just to get some real guacamole. You will thank yourself. So that's it. Let's just keep it chill. Let's keep it simple. Focus on eating food. Eat enough. Eat often enough. Eat for your goals. If you don't want to have goals and you just want to eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full, you can do that too. I just know that some people like me, my clients, when you have a more strategic approach with the food, that's really where the transformation happens. And the strategy doesn't have to be hard or super overwhelming. There are a lot of different strategies and I'm interested in learning them and I've tried a lot of them and I teach a lot of them. The thing is though, is like, you don't need all of them. You need one or two that work and then you can pretty much stick to what works for a long time. That's something I've learned after being in the industry for 14 years. Like, you know, I keep my clothes, I keep my measurements. Like I have been relatively the same size for 14 years I had a moment where I did lean out like I had a moment where I got shredded um so but my normal pant size where I stay is like a 10 when I'm really like on it an eight um when I'm thicker a 12 so I have a little radius right there but it's really like a 10 like I I I keep some jeans I keep my measurements like I said I'm never too far off of my off. I'm off on measurements one or two inches. Weight wise, I haven't weighed myself in a while, but my clothes fit. The pictures look the same. That's just kind of it. <laughs> I feel the same. So I, you know, 
and I've been eating and training mostly the same this whole time. And when I work with people that keep the results for a long time, they'll text me like three years later, they're like, yo, I'm still doing what we did and it's working. So it is possible to find what works for you and just stick with it and it works. So that's what I wish for everybody is that they find that health and fitness is literally where life starts from. So the better you take care of your health and fitness, the better you will show up in all areas of your life. And that ain't no new, new spiritual stuff. That's just the truth. That's just really like when you really are like healthy and fit and you're operating on full cylinders, like when you're vibing high, like when you feel like it's Saturday night on a Monday at your job and like every moment you're in, you're on it because your brain is fully fueled and you've had enough carbs and like you trained hard and you're feeling good and you feel confident and your body is on fire and you're wearing your swimsuit and you popping and you lit and you got a boyfriend, you got a girlfriend, y'all doing it, y'all living it. You're going to be like doing that in every area of your life. So that's what it's about. Living it big, doing it big. It starts with understanding the big main points about nutrition, macros, boom. <laughs> Proteins, fats, carbs, eat them, measure it, figure it out. It's worth it. And that is going to lead me to let y'all know I have a course that I just recently launched. It is the Dream Body Fitness Academy eight-week reset. So if you're somebody that's like, yo, I want to learn more about macros and how to make this a lifestyle. How often should I train? How do I train? How do I get started? All those questions you want to know, I got the answers to in my course. It's eight weeks. Each module is about 30 minutes. Some of them are an hour, maybe 90 minutes, but I promise you, you know, it's good information. It's everything that I've learned to maintain myself and my clients, and yeah. So if you're interested in that, it'll be in the show notes. For now, that's it. Until the next time, stay fit, stay lit. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you learned something useful and enjoyed what you listened to. And if you did, please feel free to take a screenshot of today's episode and post it in your Instagram stories. And be sure to tag me at Aminazina underscore fitness because I want to meet you and I want to shout you out. So thanks again. And until the next time, stay fit, stay